Welcome to the Viral Solutions Podcast. We're going to talk about zero-based budgeting. What is it? And the pros and cons and how to actually do it. Imagine you're an Olympic gymnast and you've trained most of your life to qualify. Then you're ready to jump on the balance beam to enter what could be the most important performance and competition of your life. And you decide to put on a blindfold. Hey, who's visualizing a circus act right now rather than the Olympics, right? Because it seems crazy and rather dramatic, but that's kind of what happens with small businesses that put a lot of effort into driving sales and keeping sound financial records, but don't take advantage of budgeting. With zero-based budgeting, companies may be blindly scaling budgets without taking a close look at their past records and where their money's going. They are essentially taking a gamble on their financial future. Do you practice zero-based budgeting? Well, let's take a look at what it is and why the concept is important. Then you can make a decision as to whether you should use it for your business. So let's start with answering the question, what is zero-based budgeting? It's a method of budgeting that pretty much functions like it names suggest. You start your budgets from a zero base. So at the beginning of each year, you wipe out your budgets from prior years and start from scratch. Oh, okay, what, what's that mean exactly? When building budgets on the zero base system, you won't be using last year's budget to inform this year's. You start from a zero base and then analyze your past costs and your needs for the upcoming quarters. With zero-based budgeting, you make decisions based on real-life data instead of guesswork and justifying every past and future expense. In addition, your business may have evolved considerably over the year, along with your industry. And if that's the case, it requires a deeper look into what is and isn't working. According to McKinsey partner, Bert Baum, zero-based budgeting at mckinsey.com slash business functions, you can find this, typically involves the following stages. First, creating an environment of transparency using data and digital tools to analyze business-wide spending according to a cost center and sometimes 
the vendor relationship, or the category. According to Baum, I quote, through this exercise, business owners for the business units often find that quite a bit of company spending, about 15 to 20%, is misclassified, end quote. The next stage, according to Baum, is that from the data, you identify operational and process improvements and adjust spending to reflect those new insights. During this stage, leaders must reflect on objectives and benchmarks. The next stage, according to McKinsey partner Bert Baum, gather all of the data from everything we just talked about and starting from zero commitments towards any line item, create a budget. Then the next stage, according to McKinsey partner Bert Baum, measure outcomes to ensure that zero-based budgeting initiatives are adhered to throughout the organization company-wide. Does zero-based budgeting actually work? Well, in an interview with Bert Baum from McKinsey, he stated that in Europe, they found savings of 150 million per company from an average baseline of 900 million as a result of using zero-based budgeting. Combing through the data, executives found duplicate spending and opportunities to organize its workforce to increase efficiency. By looking at your data and implementing zero-based budgeting, you can discover misclassified spending, improve operational efficiency, and stay accountable to your company objectives. The bottom line? You become more in control of your company's finances. Why zero-based budgeting can be a game-changer. The reason why zero-based budgeting can be a game-changer for businesses is because it removes all assumptions about past performance and forces you to look at the data. If you know anything about us here at Viral Solutions, we're data hogs. When you work with us, we never make assumptions about what will and won't work for your business. If we did, we would be gambling with your money. We don't think you should be gambling with your money either. Zero-based budgeting also holds businesses accountable. Your future investments should be calculated after reviewing your past data and the KPIs you set 
from your company objectives. By creating new yearly objectives and KPIs, you are holding team members accountable for reaching those KPIs. This type of accountability forces managers to answer questions such as the following. Can we still afford shelling out this much money into a particular marketing tactic? Does XYZ practice still require just as many resources this year as it did last year? Are there better methods, contractors, resources that could help us hit our objectives better than our own people do? You see, zero-based budgeting requires managers to prove that the same quantity of resources are required to achieve the same business objectives. Marketing expert Mark Ritson at marketingweek.com says this about zero-based budgeting, and I quote, In reality, what happens is that senior managers bet their resources on the better marketers with the better plans and the better opportunities, and they reduce investment in the crappy marketers with no plan. Mark Ritson goes on and continues to say, the strategic approach, in other words, if you get your requested investment, you then have to provide the promised financial return at the end of the year, or you're gonna be delivered on a tray. Ritson calls this accountability, end quote. Here's an example of zero-based budgeting. Here's what zero-based budgeting may look like. Of course, consider this a very simplified, simplified, <laughs> simplified, but typical scenario. A company that manufactures and sells cameras implements a zero-based budget. They spent $1 million on manufacturing last year, and they want to increase the budget to amp up inventory. Using a zero-based budget forces them to scrutinize each sector of the manufacturing expense and process and justify the costs associated with each. During a review of their manufacturing expenses, they discovered they were spending more than they should on camera parts. So they switched manufacturers and saved 3%. Had they blindly raised the budget just based on last year's numbers instead of eliminating the budget and looking at it line by line, they would have spent more than they needed to. Did the zero-based budgeting process take time to execute? It sure did. 
Was it worth the thousands of dollars they just saved? I would think so, depending upon the labor cost it took to find all that. Zero-based budgeting is also key for creating a bulletproof marketing strategy. Imagine if this same company noticed that one of the marketing tactics they were funneling a lot of money into lost momentum toward the end of the prior year. If they had blindly increased the marketing budget to fuel these faulty tactics, they would continue to funnel money into dead practices. <coughs> All right, let's talk about the flip side of the coin. What are the cons of zero-based budgeting? Because we've talked about why zero-based budgeting is a good move for your organization, but like anything else, it has a con. Zero-based budgeting requires time and resources to execute it correctly, and the results are not guaranteed since the success depends upon what you put into it. This is why many businesses don't fully embrace it. This was more of a problem before digital tools on the scene, however. With the right software, zero-based budgeting isn't as daunting as it once was, but it still requires manpower and resources. Zero-based budgeting also requires consistent dedication. It isn't something you try to see if it works. You're either dedicated to fully embracing it or not. If you aren't fully dedicated to investing the time and resources to get it done right, it won't produce results. Zero-based budgeting is a mindset. It focuses on staying accountable to every dollar spent and doesn't allow unnecessary expenses to creep their way through the budget. Company retreats to Bali, anyone? Phil Rumble, founding partner at Agency 101 London, as reported by marketingweek.com, says he spent, and I quote, an inordinate amount of time, end quote, on the phone talking to people through spreadsheets. He continues to say, all the while, I wasn't actually thinking about how I could grow the business. I'm sure there's a good way of doing it, but when done badly, it creates a whole lot of bureaucracy, end quote. Zero-based budgeting also requires a level of expertise to do it effectively. Without the right people leading the effort, it's easy to let go and get lost in spreadsheets and data sets, which leads to premature abandonment. So then the next natural question would be, is zero-based budgeting right for you? It depends. Just because this style of budgeting seems right, it's important to remember that it can be laborious to do a line-by-line -line analysis 
of where every dollar is going. For small businesses, this may be easier. But as you grow, spending three to four plus days on the budget every year may steal resources. You need to weigh the cost versus the potential savings. It may be something you do every other year at a minimum or when a new leader steps in. But take it seriously because zero-based budgeting can save you money and keep your business on top of its spending, which helps you thrive in the long term. Now, if you have a tight grip on your accounting and you know exactly what goes in and comes out, and are constantly reevaluating your KPIs and where you can save, you may not need to do a zero-based budget every year. But we find the majority of businesses don't operate like this. They're focused more on the cooler metrics such as sales and revenue instead of looking at budgets, line-by-line expenses. In this podcast, we looked at how zero-based budgeting can help you get a tighter grip on your expenses and costs so that you can take more control over your finances and budgets. This leads to greater operational efficiency and stimulates business growth. Though this type of budgeting is ideal, it requires manpower and expertise along with the right mindset that values data above all. Your mindset must be focused on looking at all necessary data, starting from complete zero and leaving no stone unturned. If you take anything away from this podcast, let it be this. Your data speaks to you very loudly And you need to interpret what it's saying. And you need to get third-party opinions of what they believe it says to remove your bias. If you aren't listening to what your data tells you, you can cripple your business. This applies to budgeting, marketing, sales process, operations, and all the little nooks and crannies in between. Check us out at ViralSolutions.net, where we can have a conversation of how you budget. Thanks for listening to us on the Viral Solutions podcast, where we're committed to seeing you succeed. Our goal is to double your revenue with proven marketing strategies that help your business for the long haul. At the Viral Solutions podcast and ViralSolutions.net, you can stay up to speed in the ever-changing world of marketing.